0: Welcome back to part two of our anti-semitism episode.
1: What's going on, worlds? This is Isaiah from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and Danielle. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV, and listen to new episodes every Friday. And maybe slide into our DMs on Instagram. Or actually, just leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. Stay conscious and stay lit.
2: Sure enough, the Hasidic Jews can be um, very, they can advocate uh, for themselves in a very intentional
3: way. Yeah. And that's the thing like, they know how to band together to even when it comes to voting, they will go ahead and they'll show up at the polls deep. I mean, they roll deep. <laughs> and they it doesn't matter how they get there, that they roll 20 deep, it doesn't matter per car, they will get there and they can swing the vote altogether. And politicians know that. Politicians are aware that the Jewish vote, especially from the historic communities is a really strong and powerful vote. So they will absolutely, essentially make their their rules and bend the rules or look other ways for certain situations. Uh, I mean, we all take a powerful note from that and, you know, that's when we band together. We can make great change. Um, Again, there could also be abuse in that where I've seen, at least in the area that I've been, some of Jewish communities have taken over nearby township boards and um, sometimes they are still with the intention of looking out for the number one their their community um even though they might be running the town board or running uh all the boards they are still that's the number one goal and not the entire well being and welfare of the entire people that live in that area
0: so, Well, that's how religious people are and when you it becomes yeah. anti-semitism when you associate everyone's behavior with a specific group again yeah If if you put a christian in that position and they're supposed to be looking for the town, the Christians gonna be looking for the Christian agenda. Mm-hmm. If you put a Muslim in that position, the Muslim's gonna be looking for the Muslim agenda and so on and so forth. So, but they try to make it when you try to make it all oh, these Jewish people are taking over everything, or oh, these Jewish people and these Jewish people
2: So so much of the so much of the um the work that we have done as a group, which I'm really proud about, is about um us not succumbing or buying in or pandering to the notion of race. And, um, and I, it was, I, saw it, I see it as much like a soup. Uh, we, we need to make sure everybody's on mute um, if you're not talking. I see it much like a soup, right? And the soup is being stirred as a pot. I mean, it's a weird analogy. And a pot that the soup is being stirred on has centripetal centripetal, force right and and it's easy to get sucked into this sort of uh, meta consciousness about race and uh, about us and them right and so me personally and this is one of the things I really appreciate about our cadre of fine folks here is that we're doing the work of um, not getting sucked into that meta narrative that you have to be uh, on somebody's side and and, um, you know it is what it is
0: Mm. we we know we are people who live in the real world and once again like I mentioned before when I heard Kanye West say what he said or that Kyrie Irvins guy say what he said they're not the first people I've ever heard uh, heard that yeah neither we are black and we and we need to be able to critique uh to criticize communities and people that we've encountered without it looking like oh I'm being anti-black I'm being racist I'm being a bigot um, being anti-Semitic because the reality yeah. is for some people here in New York City a lot of the slum landlords are Jewish landlords a lot of the slum landlords are Hasidic landlords um, and when if my interaction has been for the past 10 years with the slum landlord and instead of personalizing it between him and him and I and instead of generalizing it and I yeah. think that the generalization is the anti-Semitism. Yeah. That is important to understand. And like. Yeah, there's a
3: difference of, yeah, going for your one, identifying certain interactions and notice, taking them for exactly that. That's an interaction with that human being and not, like you're saying, generalizing. That shitty human being. Yes. That's a shitty human being. That's period. That's it
2: about back-off tactics too because I find like that can be a back-off tactic when you you have a legitimate right with people and it happens to be um, the same people the same group of people uh, you know who have historically many will say that they have historically played a a very vital role in the civil rights movement but then we also know in our present-day context we don't really see them show up because it's still happening, right? Fight for, for civil rights and social justice and all that. That's still very much a thing in our reality. Anytime you turn on TV and you see George Floyd being unalived on national TV because a fool won't get off his neck. So um, I've heard everything which are back off tactics. Oh, Jews were really great with helping Martin Luther King and the social, the, the civil rights movement. Yeah, you know what? It still goes on, the work goes on today. And I think it's important and valid and valid to say, yo. But what about today? Like, we, we got some be, work
0: we, to do. We have just like the Asian. when we call you work out, is you
3: never know, done.
2: But just it.
0: like the Asian community and the Black community, there's historical tension, this historical prejudice, this historical, you know, negativity there. Just same thing with the um the Black community and the Jewish community. Those are the facts. Whether we even like within the Jewish community
3: itself, uh. I hear because I have like you know different friends with that, but I also know Hasidic Jews don't like Orthodox Jews. And again, I'm not trying to general. I'm not. I shouldn't be generalizing, but I know that there's beef between their two Jewish. <laughs> like you know, always like, like
0: you really like, sound like a gang.
3: I don't, I don't, they, got <laughs> they got beef. <beeped> they <laughs> got beef because Hasidic <the laughs> Jews feel like the Orthodox Jews are not real Jews, and Orthodox Jews are like, "Hey, I am a real Jew. Excuse me." And Isaiah, are you Orthodox? Are you an Orthodox Jew? Or, uh,
1: so I should be saying no. Yeah. So it'll be, yeah. uh, it it will be conservative Jew. Um, and actually, the the kind of idea kind of goes, you know, ask ask five Jews a question and get like, you know, twenty different answers. You know, so it depends on. I mean, but largely that is correct. Um, there's usually issues between Orthodox and and the Seed community. Um, just because it's kind of a It's almost like this idea like you were saying of okay, who who's the real authentic? (laughs) (laughs) Who is holier than that? Right. Literally. And so um, but I, I I wanna speak to and I mean just like, you know, I happen to for me. Um, which is why obviously my husband is, is you know what, one of the reasons I'm converting, um, but also for myself, but-
0: Shalom, Shalom.
1: <laughs> um, but largely based on, um, with the exception of the Hasid community, um, who I've not have great, had great experiences with, um, I've personally, just in, in my own story, I've been charmed to kind of, to have really great experiences. Um, with jewish people and oh, absolutely me too or me right so i i think you know i i haven't had the misfortune of of running into that that type of situation now my mom always used to tell me growing up and so did my grandmother that you know you don't know what people are saying about you when you, they go home you know to their families either honestly so yeah. you know what i mean so but from what has been presented in my face, <laughs> at least, I can say I've had really positive experiences. Nice I felt, yeah, and I felt really welcome. I remember walking into uh, our, our temple, and um, in this area, and uh, I remember seeing, like, other people of color, just a few, nothing, you know, drastic, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, good, <laughs> you know, even though I felt very welcomed by, by everyone else, but I still wanted to, you know, like, the, okay, got yeah, it, you know, like, you weren't
3: the only black like, Jewish person like, in there. A
1: little, little head nod, like, the, <laughs> you know, like, or whatever, like, so it's, it was really welcoming and, you know, and also like the intersectionality of I'm in, I'm a queer man in a, in a queer relationship, obviously, queer marriage. Um, you know, who is, who's black. And so it's like that whole crossover in and of itself and that whole intersectionality makes it very, can make things um, not confusing for me, but it can make it confusing for other people. You know, like, okay, where where do you stand, so to speak, on on certain issues or, you know, things of that nature. And for me, I'm just on the side of, you know, what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong, you know what I mean? Like, if it's racism, if it's actually anti-Semitism, and things like that, then, then that's wrong, and I'm here to shut it down, but, um, you know, some things are, as you guys were saying earlier, it's just a critique. It's just, it's holding someone accountable for their behavior. Do better, not, bitch. Uh, not, not, right, <laughs> not, not, you know, being uh, bigoted about something. I think the line, most people, I'll say, I'm, gonna, I'm probably jumping the shark by saying most people, but I, I'd like to imagine that most or many people have general generalized critiques when it comes to that all the way up until the line of, anti, of where it becomes anti-Semitism, which obviously a couple of people that we know in the media or in the entertainment industry, celebrities, have crossed. Um, and that's where it's just blatant anti-Semitism. Um, Dude, and again, I, go ahead. Sorry. Oh,
2: sorry. So I wondered about uh, it being more than just altruism, the the act of goodness, right? I mean, uh, this is it's really important for me to communicate that. And I, I, there are legitimately Black folks who want to be in community with the Jewish community, Black Christian folks who legitimately want to be in community with uh, the Jewish community. And I think no matter whether you're Hasidic or you're a Conservative Jew. There are certain tenets of your faith that require some 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 sort of cultural competency and some sort of action, right? Like um, Jews are are in the Torah, the Jews are 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 um, given a mandate of forgiving debts. So when you talk about the dynamics between black rental, rental property, uh, people who rent properties, right? And 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 really harsh Jews, um, and somebody says Hasidic Jews. Um, and the strife that occurs between them. Well, are they really living out their faith? I, I wonder about that as somebody who understands religion in a different context. I also want to know, Isaiah, is, is Hanukkah at your house this year?
1: <laughs> We're all coming. Uh, actually, well, t- well, honestly- um, are you it, has, it, Get it. <laughs> it is. Well, it has been in our, our home for the last two years. This will be your number three. So, um, Get our
2: dreidels ready and head
1: on yeah. over. to <laughs> the menorah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We actually have a really cute menorah. Um, it's, it's it's all bedazzled very, and everything. It's not bedazzled because I How's don't like. Part? It. Uh, yeah, it it can't listen. My queerness can show up in every place except for my my. Well, it can show up everywhere, but like, I mean, I'm not throwing rainbows all over everything. Like that's just tacky. Mm-hmm. But like, he um, has a, he has I a ha- rainbow um, Torah. Imagine! <laughs> oh my God! I have a rainbow kippa. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. That, that would actually be cool. No, I don't really.
3: Let
1: If I, don't.
2: Yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, 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 um, Quick question. A really quick question about conversion. Do you? Will you have a um um, oh a bum Yeah,
1: about b'ots Uh, so I can um. Yeah, he's so. get circumcised. Whee! Okay, let's. First of all, I'm gonna be <laughs> specific about that. Okay, uh, I don't need that because my mom made sure that I wasn't gonna have to run into that. Shout
0: out, later to mom.
1: In. So, mom, uh you from care. the
0: beginning because you you would have been right now. Yeah.
1: Okay. And here's the thing. And I'm just would not gonna be converting add it. right now. That's that's the thing. <laughs> you would not. be, I'd be like, I, I'd be like, ooh,
3: I don't think this is gonna work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you can get a snip as an adult, which I hear is
1: a horrible process.
0: Imagine
1: having to go through that process. Like, I, like I obviously have mm. no recollection of that that event. Thank I God,
3: yeah, I would never want. To go through but that. But imagine yeah. as an
1: adult having to do that and fully understanding <laughs> the scope. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, here's a little, uh,
2: trivia: Here's a little trivia. You know, yeah, um, yeah. circumcision in our country has no utilitarian value beyond um, religion. Really, it's been not—it's been shown not to be uh, any more cleanly or or cleanly or hygienic than those who are not circumcised. Oh, Believe Dios it or not, me. statistically, statistically, and yet I don't maybe,
3: know about uh, the- As
0: a Muslim, I do not approve that message. <laughs>
2: this is, but this is a science. There's a there's there are journals around this. I've read the journals, and as a trans woman, I, I find it fascinating that we engage. Right. In, our country is a country of circumcision.
3: You know, most most of most of everywhere else, like, Thank God. isn't. And most of I
0: everywhere mean,
2: else
4: it.
0: has. And listen, food I'm going to say
4: this:
2: it watch your generalizations.
0: Probably, yes. yes,
2: I am. Be just, watch your generalizations. Listen, if you had to get I've it done, pro- you would be just fine. Talk, coming from somebody who had bottom surgery, you'd be
1: just fine. <laughs> oh, <serious>. Ooh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well wait, but wait, okay, hold on. On that note, Danielle, that you mentioned about the clubliness thing. Scientifically, obvi- and obviously that is sh- that ha- is true without a doubt. However, um this is probably gonna be so sacrilegious because I'm speaking about this and it's the same space as I'm speaking about my But whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, so okay, so I <laughs> I basically um it's that's just like the little turtleneck is just not for me you know like I mean just not just like, like, I
0: call it a hood
1: or a hood like I oh, just you know right now, like listen I'm, not, <laughs> listen I'm not a, like like my penis is not a stalker like I don't need a hood to like show Nothing. up and sneak in the club I can just hop in the club you you see, I have no problem
3: with a second size guy just- at all mind. It's the small ones I that have know, a
2: hood that's a
3: real issue The big ones that have a hood, I'm okay with. You can
2: just split that. Danielle, you and me are right here. We're right here. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a, no, here
1: okay, I'm going to add something to that really quickly. And I know this is a conversation me. about circumcision. As but... long
3: as it's hygienic and as that goes across the board for whether you're cut or not, I don't give a fuck. I'm on,
1: like, I'm on Danielle's side about when she said, you know, if Grande if mm-hmm. Venti, then maybe we can negotiate, that's negotiable. But <laughs> any other situation, I'm scared of like, you know, shmegma, you know, I don't okay, know. Well. <laughs>
3: I've been scared of that, but knock on wood, I've never had that encounter with the uncircumcised guy, which I am.
1: You
0: probably don't
3: know
0: the difference,
3: you poor uh, bitch, please, like...
2: This conversation, let's let just...
3: Oh yeah, redirect, yeah, <laughs> redirect but I like I,
2: each of us have been very uh, very good about understanding and knowing the dynamics of racial tensions in america i don't think what happened to kanye is is appropriate but i also don't think kanye is my savior as as a christian thank you i mean and, and I also, i'm keenly aware of kanye's pivot when when he was under fire he pivoted to be Oh, I'm speaking on behalf of my people. No,
3: no
0: the fuck you, are not. No, no, let's try. And Kyrie uh, Irving speaking I'm on mistaken, behalf of me. If I'm,
2: mistaken,
0: if if I'm mistaken, not mistaken, Kyrie okay. Irving uh, is a Muslim. So he was not speaking for Muslim people, and also he's part of that black Muslim Israelite bullshit that just confuses the shit out of me. But well, you know, when it comes to you, Isaiah, said that you had a good interaction with Jewish people or overall. My Amen. first ever interaction with a Jewish person was um, what do you call someone, um, you know, the, um, when they shave their heads and they put on the wigs? They're a Hasidic or Orthodox?
2: In fact, I was on an airplane a year ago and a woman, a Jewish woman with her children and her husband she had a wig on and I thought, oh, and I sat so close to her that I noticed it was a wig. And I pride myself in trying to be culturally confident because that is a thing that is lacking when, when people- And she was
0: Hasidic them. or Orthodox?
2: She may have been Orthodox too. Is Orthodox? Know, let me Google it, let me Google it. So because my first interaction- I believe that's
1: Hasid. That ascetic? just the wig, ascetic. generally. That's, that's what I've, so I mean, uh, I could-
0: My first interaction was with a, an Hasidic. Uh, or orthodox whichever the term is it's don't make orthodox, say, it's, orthodox. So
2: I open it and it's
0: orthodox okay so my first interaction was with an orthodox teacher who um, was very mean to me she was very nasty and when i was younger i used to dress in traditional muslim clothing with my kufi and my thab every day that was my my uniform going to school every day so it was it was blatantly obvious that i was muslim um and i and i was a very good student obviously. And I wanted to be student of the month. And I there was a checklist of all the things that you had to do. But for some reason, I always felt short. Mm. And when I raised my hand, she didn't want to pick me. And there was this tension, this energy between me and her that at the time, I didn't have the vocabulary because I was a child. What did I know about prejudice and racism? And every day, I just felt frustrated and frustrated. And every month, I tried to be student of the month, and I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. Every day, I tried to you know be a good student, and she wouldn't pick on me, and she would actually act like I don't exist, only to call me out when I'm doing something bad. Until one day, I just sat in class, and I started bawling. I raised my hand, and she didn't pick on me. And I just started crying uncontrollably. And I was, I was crying so bad that I was doing, you know, the one of those- crack- uh, <laughs> Yeah, losing breath. No, no, what, I'm sorry. <laughs> so then she sent me to the, um, she got the social worker and the guidance counselor and the assistant principal. And they took me, they escorted me out of the classroom. And they were asking me, you know, what's going on? And I went through all my crying. And I was explaining and while I was talking, all three of them looked at each other and then looked at me and looked at each other. What I was describing was the teacher being anti-black and being mm. um, um, prejudiced towards me because I was Muslim. I didn't know what that was, but I was But
3: they, Yeah, it. they knew exactly what the hell was going on. So Damn. then they called
0: my father and they told my father and my biological father came and he set that place on fire.
3: Oh, yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> and
0: my father, my, my God, my father was a you know beautiful, tall, statuesque man, dressed in his Muslim clothes as well. The first love of my life, by the way, and he was just the bee's niece. And he came in there, and the teacher got fired, and then later on in life, when I'm talking to my therapist and I'm you know. Going, going Rolodex, through it, yeah. Rolodex in my mind. And I I told her, and I had, and uh, after that point, I became very anti Semitic. Every Jewish Orthodox woman that I saw, Orthodox man that I saw, I associated back to that interaction. And mm. I was very, very anti Semitic. I was every time I encountered those people, whether they were good, bad, or indifferent, because of my experience, I said, fuck you. And I treated them very inappropriately, very disrespectful, very dismissive, in the same way that my teacher did me. And then going through therapy and understanding and again get becoming educated, me or my my therapist told me, Theo, you experience anti-blackness, you and you experience Islamophobia at such a young age. And I was like, oh shit. And growing and mind you, I I will go with and I will be in school with secular Jewish folks who who were Jewish just because you know that was their heritage and they practiced certain holidays. Yeah. I had to come to the realization, Theo, your anti-Semitism is stupid. Yeah. What happened to you is based on that individual and what happened to you, that person was wrong and negative. Jewish people are not racist. Jewish people are mm-hmm. not sitting there saying that they don't like black people. Jewish people are not sitting there saying they don't like Muslim people. That was that person's issue, that person's husband issue, and that person's children's issue.
2: And that's what I really love about us Black folks, right? Even in this cadre of folks, even in this wonderful group, we really do the work of unraveling from these systems of oppression. I mean, what you just described to me, sounds like exactly what I was talking about, that soup, that pot of soup. I mean, as ridiculous as that analogy may be, the reality is that we a response to trauma, racial trauma like that is oftentimes, you know, assuming the position of the oppressor. Mm-hmm. So becoming becoming what 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 was done to you. And I'm so grateful that you were able to unravel from that, Theo. That's really important work for us. It really yeah. for me as a queer woman, that's enormous work. It's not always fair that we have to do the heavy lifting of this shit. It's not. It's not. But I, I'm grateful that we hold one another accountable in community.
0: And you have to, and mind you, and that experience I don't believe is unique to me. No. And I think if people sit down and do the work, you are able to unravel and dismantle all these things that we've had experiences. Because if Kanye West would have said, my experiences have been this with Jewish people, we would have been having a different conversation. Yeah,
3: it could have been, yeah
2: he broad stroked it as if he was speaking on behalf of all black folks and and that wasn't the case when he said slavery was optional hello it wasn't the case that when he said he wasn't speaking on behalf of all of us when he said get on and leave your ass for a white girl it wasn't the case for many a thing that he has done so that's what i I hate when
3: when black people do that shit too because just like uh fucking candace owens she's another one where she be saying some shit and my like, bitch you don't speak for all black people you don't speak for all people and then you always can see the the other passive races because then like you know other white people that will share that like oh wait like you, you see a black person thinks exactly how i think i'm like she doesn't think she's anti-black herself she doesn't think for all of us <laughs> like, but i hate that like when yeah someone thinks that they can speak for the entire you know, demographic of a community or just the entire community. Periods, like yeah, know, everybody that's... wants
0: to be Malcolm X and Martin Luther King until it's time to be Malcolm X and Martin mm-hmm. Luther King, and they they don't want to be
2: Malcolm X, Martin Luther, and so many other people. But I mentioned those three black men because they lost their lives for what they believed in. And you're right. And they don't even want to do that. On, so a lot of people on TikTok are having conversations that are just not futile, are uh, just futile, like not not going anywhere. You're just Emotionally driven, and you're having you haven't picked up a book. I call well, them t- I, I call them TikTok scholars or social media scholars. They posture themselves as in the know when they get on social media. True, true,
0: true. Jack <laughs> shit, they don't
2: know jack. The last
0: book they read was Green Egg in the Ham by
2: <laughs> and that was read right to them.
0: Yeah, but once again, everybody wants the fame and notoriety. I can pronounce that word. Notoriety. Ooh, my accent came out. Ooh, go away. Of, mm. of, of speaking for the black community. But once again, that comes with a certain kind of, of power and authority and responsibility that sometimes comes with death.
2: An experience and that death is physical. It can be physical, but it yep. can also be financial. Yep. Oftentimes it's financial. It can be emotional, it can be spiritual. And it manifests ways, it, it's particularly it's uh, health disparities, housing disparities. So we have to be smarter than the average bear. We really do. When we talk about these conversations with race, otherwise we feed the monster, feed the
0: monster. Any last words before we finish this anti-Semitism? Let, let our fellow Jewish person
1: I was just thinking that. Let's at Isaiah close this bad boy out now. Tell us <laughs> your sage, Lewis. I'm not a I'm not a Jew yet. I am a, an aspiring Jew. Um,
2: it's good
1: enough for us. Yeah, <laughs> we are zero Jewish. Um, yeah. However, however, by injection. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Oh so <laughs> anyway. Oh God. Okay. I'm gonna shut up now. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Closing thoughts. Um, so here's what I think we can really take away from this, right? I think with a lot of the anti-Semitism and the conversations um, in portions of the black community, and I want to be very clear about portions, not and, and not having one self-loathing, anti-black, person speaking for our entire community. I think it's really dangerous when someone that has a certain platform is not conscientious or Mm -hmm. specific or even bordering on not even being intentional about what they're saying when you throw out certain types of rhetoric. it's incredibly dangerous and you are raising the stakes kind of essentially for, for both communities and you're creating more discord where there's already been discord, right? Um, there's a lot of work to still do, but I will also say this. I think to the point that uh, Danielle was making earlier about you know everyone becoming very scholarly on the internet, I think that happens with celebrities You know, I think that they think because they've traveled the world and they've done this and done that, that you haven't read the books. You haven't read the literature. You you don't know what you're talking about. You're not doing the research. You haven't you're just in a position of power and celebrity. And so you think you say something money
3: and all of a sudden you like you feel like yeah, everything is it's it's
1: like drunk with drunk with power, you know, type Mm -hmm. of thing the again it's incredibly dangerous i think instead of you know attacking one another i think we should learn from each other because come together be very similar and not to be centrist sounding because <laughs> they come together, together I, um, <laughs> but no but i honestly not even necessarily like you know always come together and but not and agree to disagree when it comes to things like this sometimes you know mm. i think One of the reasons that Kanye, I'm going to say this, has been able to fester in our community and then re-inject some of these old ideologies regarding the Jewish community um, and this this, that whole, oh, we're the real Jews, is because when it's time for us to show up and check someone as a community, we don't do it very well. Mm -hmm. We divide amongst each other instead of going, hey,
2: you're creating an
1: issue for the rest of us stop speaking and stop hopping on the mic and acting like you are speaking for our entire community because we didn't ask and we have our own voices so stop because of your celebrity thinking that you are the spokesperson for blackness because you're not you should be the spokesperson for the um, psych ward. psych ward it, period <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you
4: know I want to say
0: i think that we as human beings as people we should realize that Jewish people are not the problem. White supremacy is the problem. Uh, white supremacy is contaminating our minds and our beings to turn on, on Jewish people while Jewish people are struggling just as much as the next person. Um, stop focusing on what the problem isn't and start focusing on what the problem is in order for us to dismantle these white supremacist ideologies and laws, uh, because the reality is um, Jewish people can't go to certain parts of this country in middle of, of America because they too will probably be lynched,
4: mm-hmm. their
0: temples would be burnt um, and they will be hunted down because just as much issues as white supremacy has with black people, they don't you see when they start spewing their rhetorics, They say blacks and Jews and Mexicans (laughs)
3: and And gays
0: and gays, and yet they have the blacks, the Jews, and the Mexicans, women of color fighting each other. (laughs) Stop, let us stop fighting each other and see who our real enemy and what the um it are and is, and let's start dismantling these fucked up systems. Yeah,
2: that's a real good work of intersectionality, too. It finally gave us gave voice to our multiple ways of seeing ourselves and how we engage certain systems, oppressive systems like anti semitic anti semite behavior and um, anti racist anti black behavior. So, good point. Very good point.
0: Vicente, anything?
3: Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, it's kind of feeding off of you guys. It's it's really and you said it earlier. I think the best thing is you, it's hard to make generalizations of an entire demographic of people. And it's very dangerous when you start doing it. Um, Also, just the fact that, just remember, like, you know, if you had a, you might have had a poor experience that doesn't define an entire community of people. um, That that person is an asshole or a piece of shit. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, when you look at it like that and look at it subjectively instead of, because it's easy to get sucked into that. Uh, Real quick, I, I remember Via an airplane during COVID, during the pandemic, and all of a sudden, a family of Hasidic Jews came on, and I just looked around at everyone's face. I could see on everyone's like, "Please don't sit next to me. Please don't sit next to me because of you know people know that like they're not vaccinated and that it was high in the Hasidic community, stuff like that." I just felt felt to myself like, "Oh my god, these poor people! Like they're probably like had to deal with this each flight they got on to today and each flight back." Um, And I think really just having compassion for one another and empathy and for whoever you might be dealing with, just uh, put yourself in their shoes.
0: And with that, we end. Until next time, everybody.
3: Until next time.
1: Until next time.
5: to explore oh, oh, oh.